0: Support for Class Dismissed comes from School Status. School Status helps educators at every level take control of student data for increased outcomes and meaningful stakeholder engagement. Find out more at schoolstatus.com. You are listening to Class Dismissed, episode 234, and I'm your host, Nick Ortego. Sometimes we need a spark, and for this episode, we're going to have some fun and look for it by reviewing some of the most inspirational movie scenes. For educators. Stay with us. Class Dismissed is the podcast that inspires educators through story. Each week we cover some of the hottest topics and news in the world of education. This episode, our list of movie scenes that will get you fired up about teaching. Nick Ortego here, along with co-host Christina Pollard. You know, as we head into the Thanksgiving break, sometimes it can be nice to unwind and recharge. And this episode, I wanted to highlight some of our favorite movies that can be inspiring for educators. You might even be able to watch one or two over the holidays if you have some free time. So some of this content was actually pulled from a previous episode. So if you're a loyal listener, it's possible you've heard this a little over a year ago, but if not sit back and relax and get ready to have a spark lit by some of our favorite actors, such as Robin Williams, Jack Black, Richard Dreyfuss, Morgan Freeman, and Denzel Washington. Christina, are you ready to have some fun and go through our list of most inspirational movies for educators.
1: I'm really, I'm ready. I'm excited about it. It's going to be fun.
0: I'm excited. I had fun building the show and kind of going through and, you know, finding what's out there and what maybe I didn't remember or something I saw 20 years ago. And, and we're actually going to start, gosh, to a movie that came out in 1988. So a lot of folks may have never um, even seen this movie before, but this one's called Stand and Deliver. Are you familiar with this one? I am. It's a classic. Yeah, it is a classic. It's based on the true story of Jaime Escalante. He is Mm -hmm. a math teacher from East LA. Um, He actually took students that a lot of folks had given up on, even within his school Mm -hmm. and within his community. He was teaching kids um, from a poor Latino community, um, and he was teaching them very advanced math. And, um, the scene that kind of stood out for me, and I went through a lot of them in this movie, the scene that stood out for me was this one where he was talking not to his students, but to his colleagues. And they're kind of, uh, you know, in a bad spot as a school. I think they're about to lose their accreditation. And the, a lot the of co- toxic behaviors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and the colleagues are having a conversation about it. So are you ready for this one? I'm ready.
2: School in the
3: history of Los Angeles to lose its accreditation.
2: I'm the last person to say that this math department couldn't improve, but if you want higher test scores, start by changing the economic level of this community. The purpose of this meeting is to review the recommendations for accreditation. Any suggestions?
0: Anybody? Yeah. I don't think I should be teaching math next semester.
3: I mean, I was hired to be a phys ed instructor. As I said before.
2: We lack the resources to implement the changes the district
3: demands. Mr. Suzuki, you must have at least one comment. This may not be the right time to say this, but I'm sorry, but I won't be coming back after Christmas. I got a job with aerospace. How much money have you making? Look, we have the remainder of the year before we're put on Probation. Now, if we fail, we'll lose our accreditation. If we fail, you can't teach
2: logarithms to illiterates. Look, these kids come to us with barely a seventh grade education. Now, there isn't a teacher in this room who isn't doing everything he possibly can.
3: I'm not. I could teach more.
2: I'm sure
1: Mr. Escalante has good intentions, but he's only been here a few months.
4: Students will rise to the level of expectation, Senor Molina.
2: All right, what do you need, Mr.
4: Escalante? Goodness. That's all we need is goodness.
3: It's goodness. We will begin each class with a quiz. What are you doing? There will be no free rise. No excuses you already have two strikes against you. There are some people in this world who will assume that you know less than you do because of your name and your complexion. But math is the great
0: equalizer. So, uh... Gunness, that's, uh, I'm so fired up right now. <laughs> right, It's, it's desire it, it is wha- how it translates and how he translated it. And, um, it, this one reminded me of you a little bit because we kind of met through this idea that you did at one of your old schools where you expanded the hours of the school, right? Yes. And that's, he very much does the same thing in this movie where he starts teaching kids in the summertime, you know, and and pushing them in order to to get the accreditation and the credit that that they deserve.
1: He literally disrupted learning. Um, He made them uncomfortable. He raised the expectations. He showed how he could support them. But most importantly, he clearly communicated that he saw potential in them and that he could do more. And if he stepped up and did more, they could be, you know, more successful. And when I tell you that I'm fired up, like it doesn't matter how long I'm in education or what building I'm in, like right now I could use that clip. Right. To motivate, you know, it it, it isn't going to hit everyone. No, because like he said, Gunness, you got to it's got to be within. You've got to want it. Your passion is intrinsic. You know what I mean? There's nothing I can do to put it in you. But what I can do is make that flame just burst and expand and. Listen now. I gotta watch the entire movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I mean it's like I said, it's a 33 year old movie. So I don't I don't feel too bad if I'm about to spoil some stuff here for you. But if if you um, really don't want to hear a spoiler alert, like just skip forward 30 seconds in the podcast. But he ends up doing so well with his students that they thought his students were cheating. Like it was a big deal, and this is real in real life. And and so um, and
1: that happens in real life. And what that shows you is people don't really believe in low performing high poverty communities when mm-hmm. that's the first thought that crosses your mind.
0: Yeah, it, it's a uh, it's impressive, impressive clip, impressive movie. So again, Stand and Deliver back from 1988, if you want to catch that yes. one. Yes. All right. So next up, this is one I know that, that you love. And I think that you said you've actually used in, in a classroom setting. It's uh, the School of Rock. All right. Uh, Do you want to set this up at all?
1: He's not even a certified teacher on staff.
0: Yeah. Jack Black hears his students when they're in music class and Jack Black's character is a lover of music. And he sees that his students who he wasn't very interested in are actually very talented musicians. So Jack Black's like peering through a window, and he's seeing his students play instruments. Powerful. Jack Black's going to get the idea of like, all right, I can teach these kids some rock and roll. So he runs to his van, which is parked outside. He grabs a bunch of guitars and keyboards and drums, and he runs them into his classroom. And the kids are back from their music class. And, here's and we'll they're
1: start. dragging. They, okay. they have no motivation. They're not interested at all. Mostly because he didn't
3: show any class. interest. You guys can really play. Why didn't anyone tell me? You. What's your name? Zach. You play the guitar? Yeah. Okay, come here. You ever play the electric guitar? My dad won't let me. Seems it's a waste of time. A waste of... Try this one.
1: Oh, I'm so fired up. (laughs)
3: There's a guitar pick. You pluck along with me, okay? If you can. Don't move. Piano man, front and center. What's your name? Lawrence. Lawrence, you ever played keyboards? Any techno? No, I only play piano. Okay, all right, fair enough. Try this out for me, okay? Just give this a try on my count, all right? One, two, three, four. Yeah. Yes. Come on! Come on, come on, not touch me, babe. But can't you see that I am not afraid? Sha-ga-ga-ga. Lawrence is good at piano. He shall be rocking in my shoe. Stop. That's perfect. You're perfect. Stay right there. Okay.
1: I'm almost about to jump out of my seat. Just the motivation the passion, the differentiation, just in that short clip, like that's something that is so important in our individual classrooms. It's like we, we teach the same subjects across the country, but our personalities and our individual passions and what excites us is what makes our classrooms stand out from others. That's good and when point. you take that and, 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 you know, pour into each individual child's needs. That's ta- that's what is right there. That's what it's all about. When you know each individual student and what can motivate them and what can fire them up, no matter what ability level or what your test data tells you about them. And then you take that and you send them off on just this quest to just change and evolve and look at their faces, you know? Yeah. At the end with the piano guy, he said, you're perfect. You have no idea what that did for that kid who plays in the movie. You know, he's weird. He's a nerd. He's quiet. Now he's perfect. And so now he's about to just kind of come out of this cocoon and and the same with all of them. And it's going to blow your mind. And this ties back to research. And, you know, there are other administrators out there that will tell you when you use jingles in math class, when you use jingles, um, when you're teaching poetry, just infusing music and instruction in itself. It's not, you know, it's innovative, but it's an old idea. And it's just all about the energy that you can bring to your individual classrooms. I love love
0: this movie. I love what you took from it. That that was pretty powerful. Like I mean you really have thought about about that scene. And I also like that Jack Black's character is he's he's not really a teacher. He's posing. He's like yes. his roommate was supposed to be there and he's faking like he's him and but here he is having this magical moment as a as an educator, even though he wasn't necessarily trained as one.
5: So look
1: you've got to look at how it changed his life. He peered into someone else's classroom and got an idea and ran with it. Mm-hmm. And now it's actually changed his life and turned on his belief system in these students. And when that happens in a struggling classroom, whoa, well, it's powerful.
0: The the next one I've got is one, I've only watched it once and, it, and it's an older one too. It's called Mr. Holland's Opus. I think it's on Disney Plus right now. It's Richard Dreyfuss. And he, I think he won an Oscar for it. Um, mm-hmm. But what I liked about this movie is Here you have an educator who feels like he shouldn't have been an educator. He is a very talented musician, and he feels like he's working on writing this amazing piece of music. But in the meantime, he's taken a job at the local high school in Oregon. And throughout the movie, he kind of learns how to be a teacher you know, and use that talent. And, and I don't want to give away, again, too much in the movie, but he he starts to become a better teacher and a little less focused on himself and more focused on the students that he's working with and the fact that, I mean, ultimately, it's the students that are his masterpiece uh, throughout his life. Um, so the scene I'm about to play here is uh, he's been working with a student after school she was not very talented out the gate and he was like we need to do some tutoring and even with all the extra tutoring that he's had with her she's still really not getting it and i think she's about to give up mr holland you're late and you left your clarinet here the other day
3: yeah um if you know anyone who wants it i well, I'm giving up the clarinet i i'm just
5: I'm just goofing everybody else up anyway so um I just wanted to say thanks thanks for trying.
3: Is it any fun?
4: I wanted it to be
3: you know what we've been doing wrong, Miss Lang. We've been playing the notes on the page.
5: Well, what else is there to play?
3: Well, there's a lot more to music than notes on a page. These guys, for example. Now, they can't sing, and, and they have absolutely no harmonic sense, and they're, they're playing the, the same three chords over and over again. I love it. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Yeah, you do.
5: Because it's fun?
3: That's right. Because playing music is supposed to be fun. It's about heart. It's about feelings and... (laughs) moving people and something beautiful and being alive, and it's not about notes on a page. I could teach you notes on a page. I can't teach you that other stuff. Do me a favor. Pick up your clarinet and play with me. Okay. And this time, no music. Oh. Because you already know it. It's already in your head and your fingers and your heart. You just don't trust yourself to know that. Okay. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three, four... Okay, let's do it again. And this time, not so much lip on the mouthpiece. Okay. One,
5: two, three, four. Oh.
3: All right, no, 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 don't do that. Let me ask you a question. What? When you look in the mirror, what do you like best about yourself?
5: My hair. Why? Well, my father always says that it reminds him of a sunset.
3: Play the sunset. Close your eyes. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Don't stop <laughs> playing.
0: So have you, had you seen that one yet?
1: Yes. Did you see the epiphany that happened?
0: I think so. Play, yeah. I think play. for the both of them almost.
1: Yes. Play the sunset.
0: Mm-hmm. What
1: was something that as a student, she could tap into that she trusted, she had full confidence in, she believed in, it was in her heart. And it was her father's words about her hair.
0: Right. And
1: oh my goodness, I- I'm sitting there looking at her just, it's like the a, a rose opening up.
0: Right. No doubt. And, and I, also for him, I feel like, I mean, you really kind of have to have the perspective of the whole movie, but he did not really want to be a teacher. He didn't want to be there. And you're watching him transition, mm-hmm. you know, and start to yes. to grasp what his purpose is. And it maybe wasn't what he originally expected his purpose was going to be. And I just thought and do you people,
1: know that we go through that? Throughout the school year, we have our ups and downs as educators, and we have to remember our why. And -hmm. it's moments like that, that take you all the way back to your first year when you agreed to become a teacher, right? And it just reignites your own fire, Um yeah, I
0: love that. So next up, we've got uh, one that uh, you wanted me to do. I love this movie. Um, it has uh, one of our favorite Mississippians in it, uh, Morgan Freeman. Um yes. Lean on me. Um, what, what can you tell me about it? Do you remember the details? So
1: so think about um, some of the experiences that I've shared with you and some other administrators across the country that you've researched when you're in a turnaround situation. The Joe Clark is hard. Core. Uh He has to fix culture, climate, teacher retention, test scores, graduation rate. He's got to battle the community. He's battling the school board. Everything is against him. But the one thing that he does not doubt is that he can transform this school, but he needs everyone to buy in. And there's just little things that you can do when you're initially trying to change culture and climate. And it's find commonalities, shared vision, having a school creed, a school song, some type of motto that, that children and teachers can believe in. And he can you know, he he comes into the bathroom and I don't want to give it away, but I just I have to share this. He comes in there on one of his patrols because a visible principal is the only type of principal that can really transform a building. Mm-hmm. And he's popping in the classrooms. He pops in this bathroom and he thinks they're in there goofing off. And he thinks that they're not listening to him and that this is a group that is just, you know, just off on their own, doing their own thing. And he insists, since you're in this bathroom, do you even know the school song?
5: My, my, my. Aren't you my little songbirds from the cafeteria? Weren't they with you?
4: Who, these guys?
5: (laughs) Well, I'm sure you've learned the school song by now. You better know it. Because this time, if you don't get it right, you're suspended for 10 days each. Now, is that clear? Is that clear? Yes, sir. All right, then. School song. Let me hear it. All
2: right, fellas. Let them hear
5: it.
3: Fair
2: Eastside. Fair Eastside. Fair Eastside. By the side,
3: we'll stand
2: and always praise
3: the name. Praise the name, praise God.
5: torture that answer me i know you didn't do it yourselves Sam's. what who taught you this song speak up this is powers this is powers eh come with me
0: all of you all right so he he's clearly he's angry
1: they changed the song and it was beautiful. It was not the original. And I think that that blew his mind that it, it evolved to such a thing. But it also was changed without his permission. And so he's in a tizzy here um, as an administrator trying to figure out when to have his hands all over everything and when to step back.
0: Mm-hmm. And so um, what we're going to see right here is he's actually going to go into Ms. Powers' class with the boys. Here it is. <laughs>
1: oh, no, no, no. Now you must remember. We need intonation, phonation, accuracy, and pitch. Now, this is your note.
5: Mrs. Powers. Yes, sir. These hooligans have told me something I can't believe. Are you the one who changed a school song like that? Mrs. Powers. Let her answer.
3: Well, sir, the children thought the song was a bit boring. Boring,
5: huh? Mrs. Powers, I have never heard a school song like that. And I certainly never authorized you to change it. Did I? Did I? No, you didn't. I want everyone in this school to learn that song in English and Spanish immediately. Take a bow, Mrs. Powers. You've rewritten our alma mater.
1: And I just wanna clap right with them. (laughs) Because <laughs> It's just a moment of celebration right. and change and realizing that it doesn't start in the principal's office. It happens in the trenches with the teachers.
0: Right. No, that's a that's a good point. I love this. I love your perspective because you you took away something that I didn't pick up on the idea of from knowing when to step back as a leader. That's that's strong. I like that a lot.
1: Because I've made that mistake. I've made the mistake of keeping my hands on things and trying to manipulate it and control it over the pressures of, you know, needing to perform for mm-hmm. school board. But sometimes you got to just step back I and let you. your team do that thing.
0: I hear you. Next up, uh, we're going to go back to a movie, gosh, I guess it came out in the 90s, but um, it actually takes place around 1971 in Northern Virginia. Uh, It's Alexandria, Virginia, where they were um, taking two schools, um, a black and a white high school, and they integrated them into a new school, uh, which was T.C. Williams High School. And the movie is, of course, Remember the Titans. Um, Right here, we're not talking about necessarily a teacher, but a coach, which in Mm -hmm. many regards is still a teacher. Still a teacher. And um, in this case, uh, Denzel Washington is our coach. He's the head coach of um, this football team at this new school, T.C. Williams High School, that's been integrated. And they're they're just kind of getting going at this point in the movie. Um, they are at a looks like a summer type football camp um, where they're just kind of off property. I think they're in Pennsylvania at this camp. And um, Denzel Washington wants to make these kids both white and black realize that they're going to have to work together. So he wakes them up in the middle of the night for a run in Pennsylvania.
4: Let's go, let's go, let's go. go. Wake up, gentlemen. It's late. It's 3 a.m. in the morning. All right, listen up. You will follow Doc, myself, and the other coaches. We're going to take a little run through the woods. If you get lost along the way, don't bother coming back to camp. Just hitchhike your hind parts on home, any questions?
3: Coach, it's a high school football team. We're not in the Marines here.
4: Let's go. Let's
0: go. All right, so we're in this like montage scene of um, them running, and he just runs them ragged miles and miles and miles. Just from
1: the beginning of the scene, I can think from an experience of having an assistant principal that goes against what you're trying to do in your organization. And that's tough in and of itself.
0: Mm -hmm, No doubt. No doubt. All right. So eventually they come to a point um, where the run stops, not back where they started, but they're somewhere else.
4: This is Gettysburg. This is where they fought the battle of Gettysburg. 50,000 men, died right here on this field fighting the same fight and we're still fighting amongst ourselves today this green field right here painted red bubbling with blood of young boys smoke and hot lead pouring right through their bodies Listen to their souls, man. Killed my brother with malice in my heart. Hatred destroyed my family. You listen. Take a lesson from the dead. If we don't come together right now on this hollow ground, we too will be destroyed. Just like they were. I don't care if you like each other or not. But you will respect each other. And maybe. I don't know, maybe we'll learn to play this game like men.
0: What? Super powerful clip. Powerful clip. It was a time that I did I didn't start going to school till. 10, 15 years after that, you know, before I realized that it wasn't that long ago that these things happened.
1: I loved how he used um, where they were located for their camp and how it probably was a slap in the face at the end of that run to realize that they were standing on such special grounds where people lost their lives, gave their lives for a struggle that they have been literally thrown in and they've got to make a decision. Is it about self or is it about the team? And I think even more so from a principal's perspective, that assistant coach, he has some soul searching to do himself.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And, and he does throughout the movie. Um, if you haven't seen Remember the Titans yet, definitely check it out. It is it is a, a great flick. Um, next up, we've got one that I have not watched, but someone says, watch this clip, then watch this movie Finding Forrester, have you seen it yet? I have not. Finding Forrester is um, about a kid in the Bronx. He's um, name His name is uh, Jamal Wallace. He uh, downplays his potential as a gifted student, instead kind of just focuses on basketball with his friends. But eventually he meets kind of this reclusive novelist who starts mentoring him um, right here in this particular scene. The, the novelist that's working with him is not in the class. This is just Jamal Wallace in the class kind of giving an example to a teacher of how intelligent he is and how maybe the teacher doesn't recognize that. Um, here we go.
3: Um, I'm sorry, sir. I don't.
5: You of all um, people in this room should know who wrote that passage. And do you know why, Mr. Coleridge? I repeat, do you know why? Just say your name. Excuse me, did you have something to contribute, Mr. Wallace? I just said that he should say his name. And why would it be helpful for Mr. Coleridge here to say his name? Because that's who wrote it. Very good, Mr. Wallace. Perhaps your skills do extend a bit farther than basketball. Now, if we can turn to... You may be seated, Mr. Coleridge. Turn to page 120 in the little blue book
3: that I'm certain... Further.
5: Already. I'm sorry? Don't. You
3: said my
4: skills extend farther than the basketball court. Farther relates to distance. Further is a definition of degree. You should have said further.
5: Are you challenging me, Mr. Wallace? Not any more than you challenge Coleridge. Or perhaps the challenge should have been directed elsewhere. It is a melancholy truth that even great, great men have poor relations. Dickens. You will hear the beat of a horse's Kipling. Feet. All great truths begin Shaw. Man is the only animal that blushes, or needs to.
3: It's Mark Twain. Come on, Professor. Get Crawford. out. Get out.
4: Yeah, I'll get out. What are your thoughts Take on that? It's
1: time to process that clip because it did something to me mm-hmm. at the very beginning. Because I've seen it time and time again where we classify and we judge children specifically, boys of color. Um, and we think that they're only good with their hands, that they can only play sports. Um, but they have talents unknown. And that child was punished <laughs> right? because he knew too much and it, it infuriated um, the teacher.
0: right. Yeah and and that it's that reaction of just being challenged. You know, it, I guess the the adverse reaction it caused from the teacher, you know, was very mm-hmm. bothersome, I think, to anybody watching uh, that clip. I want to go watch that whole movie. That's the only clip I've seen well, from that movie. Th-
1: well, the thing is, he came to the defense of the other poor student standing there being embarrassed. Right. And he was supposed to stay in his place and keep his mouth shut. Mm-hmm. But is that not leadership? Are those not skills needed in the boardroom when we're trying to think of, of ideas to improve our companies, to make our country better, to improve our economy? Mm-hmm. Don't we want our children to be able to do that?
0: Yeah, no no doubt. Uh, I, I agree 100% with what you're saying there. And that's relevant to today. I need mm-hmm. to point that out, too. Right. So again, if you want to catch that one, it's called Finding Forrester. Um, last clip we have, it's from Dead Poets Society. Have you seen that one? Yes, it's um, it's a movie. It's a great movie. It does. I will say it takes a dark turn during the movie. So just be ready for that um, if you're watching it. But uh, what I love about this clip you're about to watch, and it's fairly short, probably the shortest we have of the whole bunch. Um, he it makes such a strong argument for the arts in this clip. And, and if you just really listen to his words, I've listened to this speech, if you will, um, at least a dozen times. I think it was even made into an Apple commercial at one point.
2: Words and language, no matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. I see that look at Mr. Pitt's eye, like 19th century literature has nothing to do with going to business school or medical school, right? Maybe. Mr. Hopkins, you may agree with them, thinking, yes, we should simply study our Mr. Pritchard and learn our rhyme and meter and go quietly about the business of achieving other ambitions. A little secret for you love I We don't read and write poetry because it's cute. We read and write poetry because we are members of the human race, and the human race is filled with passion. Medicine, law, business, engineering, these are noble pursuits and necessary to sustain life. But poetry, beauty, romance, love, these are what we stay alive for. To quote from Whitman, O oh me, O oh life, of the questions of these recurring, of the endless trains of the faithless, of cities filled with the foolish. What good amid these, O me, O life? Answer, that you are here. That life exists and identity. That the powerful play goes on and you may contribute a verse. That the powerful play goes on and you may contribute a verse. Verse. What will
0: your verse be? I guess that's the ultimate question for all of us. What will your verse be? And I just, that one's always really grabbed me.
1: I loved the words of the poem, but even more so how captivating um, the moment was and how they were holding on for dear life for every word that was coming out of the teacher's mouth. That is what you want to see when you think about really reaching children mm-hmm. and really seeing light bulbs come on in a classroom, oh wow! That I now I want to watch that movie too.
0: Yeah, and it's like he he goes into listing all these other occupations, and he's like, these are noble pursuits, and and I like that they, they are noble pursuits. But there's something about language and art and mm-hmm. and the ability to express yourself um, that's next level in many ways may not make as much money but it's still a, just a a way to express yourself i don't know it is i'd i've never been much of a poet myself but it makes you appreciate poetry um and
1: it does and towards the end there was one student who smiled like if no one else in the room was reached that day that kid was And that's the plight of a teacher. Right. And I can reach just one.
0: And that last part, the powerful play goes on, and you may contribute a verse. I mean, that's life. Like the world will go on. We have an opportunity to contribute our part. We talk about the dash.
1: You were born in 19, whatever. And, you know, whatever your death day may be, what's most important about that is the dash, Mm. what you did in the middle, how you contributed to the world.
0: Well, have you had fun? I know we've like just talked movies the entire time, but has it been interesting?
1: This was my absolute favorite
0: episode. Oh, well, good, good, good. And there you have it. Some of our favorite clips from movies, letting Hollywood inspire us a little bit in this world of education. Thanks so much for joining us on another episode of Class Dismissed. That's going to do it for this episode of Class Dismissed. If you want to send us an idea or comment, remember you can always email us at info at com or tweet us at Class Dismiss. We're here to support educators, but we need your support as well. So please subscribe to the show. And we'd also appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes. On behalf of all the good people working at School Status and Christina, representing all those educators out there, thank you for listening. I'm Nick Ortego, and I'll talk with you next week.
1: Class dismissed.